Hello, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond. My name is Taylor, and welcome back to episode 7 of the Overachievers Podcast, A Stranger's Paradise. Uh, joining me today is a very special guest to celebrate Christmas. I wanted to kind of really get it out there and bring in more people than just John and Chris and my other manager. So actually, a lot of people at this point. Anyway, anyway, good, good friend of mine is joining me today to discuss a very special game. Here is Britlin. Hello. How are you today, Britt? I am okay. How about yourself, Taylor? <laughs> tired. <laughs> tired? I am yeah. a little tired. Yeah, that, that that's fair. I am okay. very tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have a coffee and a monster, you're going to be, like, bouncing off the walls by the end of this thing. I, it's fine. I'll just play some Final Fantasy VI afterwards or something. Speaking of Final Fantasy, what game are you going to be talking about today, Britlin? I'm going to be talking about Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger of Paradise. I... I have words about this game. <laughs> okay, so before we begin, I need to, I need context as to, like, what this game is, how it plays in the story, because all I know from watching, like, one or two videos is you, you fight stuff, you get a cutscene where a character's trying to say something plot important, and then Jack just goes, F*** you, and then punches them in the face, or shut the f*** up. Uh, I mean, that is essentially the gist of the story. Uh, the game plays, it plays a lot like Neo- in a sense, it's just very fast action. Um, you're quick. You you gotta dodge. You gotta block. It it's kind of like it's almost like a Souls like game too. I was about to say, way. would you say this is the Dark Souls of Final Fantasy? Like every um, other game journalist in existence, when a game point, has rolling, yeah. it's like oh, Souls game. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just more closer to Neo personally. Um, right. and you have different classes. I I think there's like. 10 to 12 different classes you can choose from uh it's they're not some of them are good some of them are very overpowered um and it's just super pa fast paced and the dialogue is cringe <laughs> i mean if you could get past it it's not a bad game it's just cringe dialogue they don't know what they're doing with the dialogue sometimes it's full on but i mean it's just a very fast paced final fantasy just rpg action hack and slash so would you play would you say it plays like final fantasy 7 as i guess a close comparison um yeah i guess like it does definitely take elements of what they did for the remake of final fantasy 7 mm -hmm. but they kind of more you can feel more if you ever played neo you can feel more the love from neo okay kind of thing okay. it's kind of like you they did a neo game but slapped final fantasy onto the title huh now, okay, Neo and Final Fantasy obviously be very different. When you say different classes, what does that mean for the gameplay itself? Because, again, the clips I've seen, Jack just goes around punching things in the face. So, pretty much, they really act, like, try to act like Jack is a monk class in the okay. game. But you can be anywhere from a sword fighter to a sage to, like, um, a dragoon. Um... And or like, you know, like a but like a typical Final Fantasy classes back in the old days where you had like warrior, you had paladin. Um, there's a summoner class in the DLC that we haven't gotten to yet. Alright. But like, and you could be like the tank, or you can be a healer, or you could just be DPS. Um, so you could be whatever you want, but the cutscenes will always mostly default to Jack being a monk. Mm-hmm. And, like, and are you able, because I know you have party members, are you able to change up what they are, or do they always stay the same? Um, you can only change them up to a certain degree. 
um they'll get certain classes of their own like uh neon she'll get like red mage she'll get sword fighter warrior paladin but sophia hang on hang on neon the hell kind of a name is neon i mean like neon is (laughs) half these names are weird okay like you have jack then you have sophia you have neon you have jed any of he's is he coming out of the trailer park like what's going on i mean they might as well any of ash <laughs> like what, have... is he gonna throw pikachu at me like I, I think neon's the only one that stands out among those that isn't like a reference to something or just something i might hear if i were to walk around town yeah no like pretty much they're normal and then you have neon that's just kind of there um and there's just a plot twist with her between the other like the other four and why she's different. Because she has a stupid-ass name. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, considering, like, even, like, the princess in the game is called Princess Sarah. Like, then you have the Neon. Did, yeah. Did, do her parents just hate her? Yes. What? Yes. The answer's yes. It's Final Fantasy. They always hate them. I mean, alright. <laughs> so, you know... It's just pretty I, much I don't. I don't understand. I mean, with half the names nowadays. Yeah, I am guess. I wrong? I'm not wrong. No, and I'm sure there's people named Neon out there. I just hate it. <laughs> I just hate it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving beyond her stupid name, how many achievements does this game have in total? Base game has 46. Okay. And I believe the DLC, I just have to quickly check because I don't remember. Um, I believe the DLC has 17 extra. Okay. So we won't worry about the DLC given that's kind of out of the context of, of today's episode. But maybe in a future episode, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll figure it out. So, okay, 46. That's, that's not... Bad. It's less than I would expect for a JRPG, especially. Uh, now, was was this your first time playing it, or did you, like you play it, put it down for a while, and then decide to come back to it to um, to get the rest of the achievements? Uh, this is the first time playing it. We picked it up late because we just weren't sure about how the game looked. We like we saw some stuff of it, and at the time, like you know, it doesn't look so good. The reviews were very mixed, and when I was at a GameStop not too long ago. I saw it for $20 off. I was like, you know what? 60 bucks for a game in Canada that's not that bad of a price. Might as well. Mm -hmm. And we, I bought two. I bought one for you know, Mike and I and I was like, you know what? Let's try it out. Uh, We tried it out. Uh, We love it, but we hate it. (laughs) Alright then. And then we've just been playing it consistently for about a month pretty much. Okay. Like, some breaks here and there, but mostly about a month. So, what made you decide to get all achievements for, like, this game? Uh, because it was insanely easy. Alright, then. <laughs> the achievements... That's, that's a weird thing for it to say about a JRPG. Um, the achievements are not hard. I mean, there is a good, to- like, good chunk of it that's just story-based. Mm-hmm. And then there's a good chunk that is pretty much just getting certain classes unlocked. Yeah, so then, how do you how do you go about doing that then? Cuz that that strikes me as one of the things where it's like 
this would be the hard bit uh honestly you just go because like the game structures as like missions Mm-hmm. So you just go on a mission, you'll you'll get experience throughout the mission on a certain class, and when you're playing, like, just storyline before you get to endgame, the cap on a class is level 30. Okay. So then what you have a, like, when you get a level, you get skill points for that class tree, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom, for the basic, for a lot of them, the, it'll give you, like, a thing to unlock for the next class past that one. So, like, if it's you're upgrading Swordfighter, because that's the basic, the bottom would be like, okay, this is the unlock for Warrior. And okay. then you just kind of get there until you get to the final bit, because there's three tiers. Mm, okay. So, and then you just use all your skill points, and then you just clear out the tree, because the tree is very small. Alright. And then you just lo- unlock more as you get it. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. So... When did you get all achievements? Because if I remember correctly, when we just spoke, when we had spoken yesterday, you kind of had just finished it. So you haven't really had a chance to go back to the game, right? Yeah. So I got, I officially got the platinum on the seventh of September. Okay. Um, because at that point we were just, we had, I had just unlocked the final bit to get to the max level to the sage class. Which is one of the achievements, which is, like, getting to level 99 of a class. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, I'm here. Uh, the next, the, my last one was essentially do all side quests. And when I did that, I unlocked my platinum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then we, then we officially kind of were like, okay, like, we'll end it here. Because then we're at the start, the DLC for Trial of the Dragon King. Yeah. So... Would you, outside of the, playing the DLC, would you consider going back to the game now that you've gotten all achievements? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, even if the DLC didn't exist, you would be willing to replay it? Yeah, like, it's, the game, like, as much as I, like, it does have some issues going on with it, I still do love playing the game for just replaying it on the different difficulties, because even without bait, like, the, without the DLC, there's four difficulties in it. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I'd go back just for mindless fun to play it on some levels. Some of them are not mindless fun. Huh. But it's not that bad of a game to just pick it up and go. Okay. Okay. So how long, like, do you, does PlayStation show your total playtime? Um, I believe on the app it does. I, I think when I looked yesterday, I was sitting at 31 hours. That's it? That is it. Wow. Yeah, it the game I expected so much more. The game is pretty short, I'm not gonna lie. Um because even just doing story, I think we finished the story within I think twenty hours, maybe eighteen. Oh wow. Um yeah, because the game the game is just not long. Can this be called the JRPG at that point? Like, isn't the threshold a minimum of, like, 50 uh, hours for a first playthrough? I mean, when I had gone through and played, I believe, one of the older Final Fantasy games, I think I think it was, like, four. When I actually beat, like, well, I, if I took out all the side stuff, I beat it within 35 hours. Hmm. Like, Final Fantasy is kind of always 
like has that moment of you can beat this game super fast or if you take this take your time you can drag it out to 70 to 90 hours okay yeah because even john's um persona 4 golden took him with all achievements about just under 100 hours yeah when i did persona 5 and I got all the achievements for that one. I think I was sitting at 110 mm-hmm. when I finally did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this one, as I said, like the reason I chose this, like why I platted this one, is because the trophies were just so easy. Yeah. Like that was I think normally I don't care about the trophies so much, but it was this one. It was like I was banging like when I was when we were playing. I was like I'm getting three, four trophies a night. Gotcha. At first, so it was like, well, I might as well do it. Now, I don't think I've ever gotten a trophy for banging, but I, I mean, might get there one day. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could probably GTA. Uh, mm, I don't know if they have any, actually. I, mm. I, GTA doesn't like to work on my computer. Uh, I have never played a GTA game. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. So, um, I don't know. So, for you, what were the hardest and easiest trophies to get? Um... You probably, feel free to spoil anything. Probably the getting a class. The hardest one was probably getting the class to a level 100. Okay. Because you have to play on the hardest difficulty at the time to unlock, like, the limit release. Okay. So we had to do some missions at, like, level 230 to unlock just that and then go and raise the level up. Wait, wait. I, I'm confused. Explain how you can do a job at level 230, but need to get a job to level 100. So, like, a class, like, gets up to a level 99, like, a typical, like, JRPG, level 99 is your max. Mm -hmm. But in Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise, and kind of like Neo, your missions can go from, like, level, like, 1, something like that, to level 300. Oh. Because it's all based off your equipment, mostly. Mm, of what you're okay. using so kind of almost like take on harder hunts in monster hunter because you have better equipment mm-hmm. like the levels just help you get like certain abilities and certain like oh if you do like you unlock this ability you get better mp regain oh, kind of okay, thing okay. um or like in the sage hey there is a thing to get the ultimate magic ultima unlocked mm-hmm. so Kind of like that. So, like, your missions can get super hard because they'll crowd you, but yeah. you'll get really good equipment out of it. And that's how you gotcha. would raise, like, all your levels, essentially, for that job. And then, like, okay. I mean, the easiest ones are always just the story ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, oh, I just lost it here. Hmm. So okay, outside of the previous, outside of the the class one, do you, actually, which class one in particular do you think was the hardest? Like, which class did you get to level one hundred, or did you have to get them all to level one hundred? You only have to do one, and I did sage. Okay, I figured you'd go more of a melee build than a caster build. Sage in Stranger of Paradise is very broken. All right. Um, in a sense of like, with sage, what you can do is like. They have this mechanic of getting crests. So the more you get... So you're collecting toothpaste. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not wrong. Because essentially what you're doing is if you get successful black mage spells out and successful white mage uh, 
spells out, you get crests. When mm -hmm. you get three of each, you can use Ultima. Okay. And Ultima is an AoE attack that just constantly attacks. Gotcha. So it's just like, if you could pull that off, you can just do, like, an explosion, essentially, and just wipe everything. Oh, okay. And it's just, Sage was just so OP to use. So I just huh. was like, you know what? I love Sage. I'm going to go with Sage. All right, then. And so I, outside, sorry, go ahead. And then outside of just Sage, I would just, I was maxing out Dragoon. Mm, now, see, that's more what I expected. That's fair. From from you. So yeah, <laughs> that was took me a surprise. Okay, so outside of, of that, or outside of those, rather, which were the most and least fun for you? Oh, like least fun classes? No, like least fun achievements to oh. get in total. Like, like what was the worst class to get, or like... What achievement did you just absolutely hate trying to go for? Um, I guess it was just unlocking, like, every job affinity. Mm -hmm. Or, like, just unlock a job affinity bonus for one, because that one's just, it seemed so annoying. Because you have to get equipment that has affinity for the job you're using. Oh, Or okay. something like, or equivalent to. And you have to get it to level, like, to 400%. Oh. But sometimes you don't get good percent on it. Yeah. So you just have to wait for stuff to just drop. That one's the huh. one I found most annoying. Yeah. Okay. So now if say if you were playing um the Dragoon class, would the game give you more equipment that has an affinity for your class because you're playing that class, or is it genuinely just random? Random. Wow. Because there would be times where, for, like, Dragoon, especially Sage, I was not getting anything. Huh. I, like, when I did the Infinity bonus for that one, I, I think I did it for Warrior in the end. Okay. Because I kept just getting Warrior stuff at, like, 100 or 200%. I was like, you know what, just to get this one, I'm just going to do this. Because mm -hmm. I'm not getting my job. Gotcha. So okay, that was the only trophy that I was actually like, I don't like this one. And what was your favorite one to get then? Um, I don't really have a favorite one. Probably finally doing the complete, all the side missions. Okay. Because of how just overall the game feels, like, the Stranger of Paradise is kind of like a retelling of Final Fantasy 1, almost. Mm -hmm. Just more in the villain, like how the villain starts out. Yeah. But all the levels are based off all other Final Fantasy games. Oh, okay. So, like, and they'll just name it Dimensions, but it's like, oh, you're going to Dimension 7, and it's clearly a Final Fantasy 7 reference with some of the music remixed. Huh. So, like, pretty much just the every side mission just going through, just going to the different levels of mm -hmm. them. I mean, some of them were definitely a least favorite level, but, <laughs> I mean, it was okay, overall fun. Well, that's good. How many side missions are there in total? Um, I I believe there was 20. Okay, and how long do they take, like, per mission? Not very long. A lot of them would take maybe, depending on it, five minutes, and sometimes it took about a half an hour. Okay, depending. that's a bit of a difference, but... Some of them was like, oh, here's, like, a boss rush. Okay. Um, and it's like, you get three bosses, but the especially when we were doing the bosses on chaos difficulty it's like i want to huck myself into a wall 
Ah. Because they're just very annoying. Huh. And you just hope for the damn best. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, what is the rarest achievement on the list? And, like, do you feel it deserves its status as being the rarest? Or do you think there's one that deserves... That you're just... Like, are you confused that it's the rarest one? Um, I'm not sure which one is the most rare. Oh, it doesn't say on PlayStation, like, how many people got this? I think it just... It go. You just have to, like, click on it, I believe. Mm. Okay. The lowest so, one was ten percent. Okay, so I'll, let me let me change the question then. Which do you feel? Which do you think would be the rarest achievement? It doesn't necessarily have to be the platinum. Like excluding the platinum of getting all achievements, which do you think people would get the least, and why? Uh, probably job master. Okay. Uh, which it which is achieve it. It's just labeled achieve master four star rank for a job, which is their way of like get it to level 99 mm-hmm. a lot of people i feel like just wouldn't want to go replay story missions at like higher difficulties especially certain ones being really annoying boss fights okay to do that and then go back and level that job up because mm-hmm. that one even though like only 10 percent of people have actually gotten that one gotcha. probably other than the platinum, because mm-hmm. the platinum only eight percent of players got it. Yeah, but that's probably the reason why is doing that one or trying to do every side quest. Okay, fair enough. So, what do you think was the most memorable achievement for you, and what helped it leave such an impression, in a good or bad way? Probably the one just the trophy that be like, oh, you beat the game, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just it's finally beating the game finally going like oh so this is how it plays out into Final Fantasy 1 which I've heard people have really torn about it is definitely just more of um, I think it's just, it just it's more of an origin story for the villain and how it kind of mm-hmm. works out and kind of just how the final like the world of Final Fantasy 1 was built probably yeah. Um, and it's just like you get the end scene, you get the really cringy, like Frank Sinatra song on top of it. Oh. Um, and it's just like it ends with like the four warriors of light walking in, and you're like, oh, okay. Now it's yeah, because I've heard it feels kind of shoehorned, like it doesn't necessarily lead up to the connection; it just kind of throws it in at the end almost. Uh, you see, I mean, it's all throughout the game, because, okay. I mean, the main, like, king you're reporting to is the king from Final Fantasy 1. Mm-hmm. Same with Princess Sarah. And, like, it throws it in later on of, like, oh, Jack, like, what's your full name? And he goes, like, my name's Jack Garland. They even said that in the trailer. Yeah. So that people knew, like, this is Garland from Final Fantasy 1. He's the villain. Huh. Like you're just gonna. Seems like play. a pretty big spoiler to put in a trailer. Uh, it very much felt like it, but they were really just driving home. Like you're playing the villain. You're gonna play mm-hmm. how the whole time loop starts out. Oh. Okay. Um. Because Final Fantasy One's about a time loop constantly. Um. So it's just, just kind of how it started and why Jack was just so angry. 
constantly. Hmm. Yeah, he seems like super angry in every cutscene I've seen. Uh, pretty much, especially at the end of the game, he's just angry. It was just, I don't know, he, he seemed like a non-character. Uh, pretty much. Okay. Okay, cool. Just wanted, wanted to make sure I wasn't getting the wrong impression from that. Like, he, he does not kind of feel like one. Yeah. And, like, the thing that disappointed us most was, like, when you beat the game, you can't even get the chance to get his armor. Oh. Like, the play as, and it's like, the Garland armor is super cool to look at, but you don't ever get it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huh. the only thing. Interesting. That Yeah, that sucks. Um, okay, so is there an achievement you would remove from the game, and why? Um... Honestly, probably, like... Honestly, the one complete... It's called Origin of True Chaos. Chaos! And it's complete the game... Complete... Completed the game on Chaos difficulty. Okay. It only refers to one mission. Oh, wait, what? I got it from doing one mission. But that's um, not that's not the game though. Wait, what? Yeah. I want to say it was kind of a bug, but I did we did one mission on Chaos when we got to it and it was like, "Okay, here's the trophy." Huh. I feel like that should have just been taken out. There yeah, was no that's point. Fair. Considering yeah, that's, that's just weird. it's Considering it says complete the game on chaos, but then it also has one immediately of complete at a level 200 mission or higher on chaos. Oh. Like, it just kind of seems like duplicate. Mm-hmm. So, like, just get rid of Origin of True Chaos, honestly. Just wipe it out. There's no reason for that trophy at all. Huh. I can't listen to the word chaos anymore, only because I watched a video, the gameplay video I watched on it, it was, um... One person playing it, and then she had another person on Discord with her. And then just because it was, uh, you know, clips and stuff, every time that someone was like, they were like, chaos! I just became such a meme. I was like, yep. I can't listen to this word anymore. It's broken. I, I don't even register the word half the time anymore. Oh, man. It said okay. so much within the game. I just don't know it anymore. Gotcha. So is there a way of playing or, like, an action that you feel deserves a trophy but doesn't have one assigned to it? Like, is there something you can do that's just super cool and you're like, why wasn't this a trophy? Why does this have to be, you know, why is there whatever stupid trophy but this isn't one? Not really. Okay. There's not a lot of the moments of the game that's like, oh, that was so cool. Like, I wish there was a trophy for it kind of thing. It's just more mm -hmm. of, it just feels like the same kind of thing. Gotcha. Um... I think if there is one in the DLC, that's probably pretty cool that I think when I was taking a look at it, but okay. not for base. Mm -hmm. Would you say it's not based? It's not based. It's not based. Uh, are you able to soft lock yourself out of any achievements? Soft lock being just like you do this thing um, in whatever mission, and then or you like you lock yourself out of an achievement for that playthrough, but you can like come back to it later. Nope. Okay, so everything everything works, hopefully? Yep. Okay, well, um, that's good. Yeah, pretty much you can... The trophy is, like, when you're playing it initially, you get a good chunk of the story ones. You can't... I mean, some of them you may get kind of out of order in their way. Mm -hmm. But it's because there's a certain part of the game that's like, okay, do you want to do this first, or do you want to do this first? Gotcha. Um. So, like, I got a certain amount of trophies first. And there was, like, a middle was blank for story because we went to go do something else first. Mm -hmm. But okay. it does never just lock you in some of the trophies for not doing something. 
All right. So we've hit, I guess, kind of closer to the end than the middle of the episode, but I'm going to throw in the question of the day. Britlin, there's a question for you and our audience. Do you feel that JRPGs should have achievements given their general length of being almost 100 plus hours, if not more? And, like, so I'll go first. I, I personally don't like trophies being in JRPGs, especially because some of the ones I've looked at are, are so obscure and specific that you would have to do an entirely new playthrough just to get it. Like John was telling me uh, in the Persona episode, where if you... He had to micromanage every single day of that game, and you had, like, maybe a week of wiggle room. Yeah. But if you were too far into the game, you just, you couldn't get it. You would have to do an entirely new playthrough. Yeah, I am in the basis of, like, there just shouldn't be trophies in JRPGs. A mm-hmm. lot of the time, like, especially for me, I'm not playing JRPGs for trophies. I'm playing them just to have fun and waste a bunch of just hours into it. Yeah. I don't normally care about trophies and JRPGs for that reason. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of the same with, like, Devil May Cry games. I don't try to go for the trophies in that one because it just takes so long to do some of them. Yeah. And I don't want to be, like... It's like with Persona, like... With Persona 5, I had to do two playthroughs, I believe, just to get all the trophies. Because huh. there, I missed a couple, and I was like, well, I can't go back now. Like, yeah. I was following a guide word for word because i just i was like i i wouldn't be able to do it otherwise mm-hmm. but like in a hack and slash sure jaber cheese no okay interesting yeah so i'm i debated at one point going for all achievements in, in dmc5 but i'm like mm, i don't yeah. know if i want to when so i was requires like eight playthroughs yeah when i was when i was looking that one it was the same i was like i could probably do it i don't want to do it Especially yeah. when one of the trophies itself in Devil May Cry 5 is you have to play a certain mission three times because he has to yeah. play it as three separate characters. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I so did that it. was more just, like, the number of difficulty settings they have that I just don't want to play the campaign over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's the same with, like, kind of really Persona. Like, I mu- as much as I love Persona, I don't think I could do it three or four times. Hmm. Because it okay. just takes so long, in my opinion, that I don't want to. I want to go move on to something else. I yeah. don't really want to care about trophies and J- JRPGs. I just want to get the story, have fun, maybe be upset a bit of points, and then <laughs> yeah. move on. Okay. All right. Well, you've heard our opinions, so please uh, write a comment down below. Uh, tweet at me. T T. Sorry. T table twenty two. And on Twitter, or find some other way to message me. I would love to hear all of your answers. With that, let's get back into the episode. So, how many times, speaking of which, you know, with all these playthroughs, how many times do you need to play um, the game to get all achievements? Like, can you do it in one? Do you have to go back? You can do it in one. Okay. It's one of the few we've had on here. We There's, there's a bit of a slogan going on with the podcast lately that's, you can do it in one, but it's better done in two. I'm um, just generally referring to like little challenges and things that I often recommend people just do on a second playthrough. So it's nice to have one that you can just confidently clear out in one playthrough. Yeah, with this one, you could just do it in one. It like there's no reason to do constant playthroughs with this. It mm-hmm. they just kind of hand you the trophies on like on a silver platter, um, and it's just there's 
you the only reason if you want to do another one is just for the sake of doing another one. Yeah. Okay. But you could just do it all in one, have fun, get mad at points, <laughs> and then just continue. All right. The only thing about doing some of them, especially when we I finally get to the DLC, is mm-hmm. unlocking said DLC was a nightmare. Oh. Because it's just, the game doesn't automatically be like, okay, you have access to the DLC, do this, here you go. Yeah. It doesn't tell you you can't do it in multiplayer. Oh. And you have to go find the mission after looking it up and even trying to look up how to do it was a nightmare. Huh. Because no one would really say how to start it. Yeah. And then you do it, you watch two cutscenes that seem kind of out of place in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. Of just, like, it kind of continues on from the end of the game, but then Amelia's like, oh, we still gotta stop chaos in a way. Chaos. And it's like, but we are chaos. Like. Oh. And it's just kind of like, oh, get a bunch of treasures to go talk to Bahamut. Wait, is the game telling you to kill yourself? Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. It's 2022 game. Get, Get with the time. That is not okay. I don't, I don't know, a part of me says this is not a 2022 game, <laughs> but I don't remember when this game even came out, because it just, oh, at points... Right. Yeah. yeah, when, okay, when did it, now I need to know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it, March 18th of 2022, it was this year. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But it does okay. not feel like a 2022 game. I, I think just especially with, I think like, because actually next week we do get more news of this game for the upcoming oh. DLC. I thought the DLC was out already. There's two more coming oh, out. okay. Because they announced the next one, because mm-hmm. Bahamut came out about a month, two months ago. Okay. And they announced the next one being Gilgamesh. And they right. probably gonna go past there. But it's just, in the sense of, like, I don't see a lot of people picking up this game in the sense of it came out, for me, at a very wrong time. Yeah, because it would have come out just after Elden Ring and um, Forbidden West, and I can't remember what else was releasing well, around that time. Well, even just for, like, a Final Fantasy, like, Square Enix game, yeah, like, it just pretty much, like, people are still playing Final Fantasy Seven, mm-hmm. and then on top of it now, they announced with more Seven coming out next year, and Crisis Core this year, and Sixteen next year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about 16. Like, it's kind of like in this weird, like, moment of, I don't know if a lot of people are going to pick it up because it's Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be like, well, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't look that fun. The dialogue is cringe. Even though, like, some of the reviews I'm looking at, like, 4.5 out of 5 and 72%, like, I would lower my expectations almost to, like, a 60. Ooh. Ooh. Like... Yeah. That's that's rough. I play it for the experience. I do not play it for story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do... Does get... Sorry. Uh, does the game reward you at all for getting all achievements? Like, is there anything... Any special unlocks or anything you get? Nope. Oh. It does not even register that you did them. It just kind of continues on. Man, JRPGs just hate achievements. Oh, yeah. Definitely like they just do. hate people. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's also the case of, like, 
if you think about it though, like you would think like especially like other bigger name consoles they're like, oh we have these achievements, but you go Xenoblade and they got got none. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because if you're playing Xenoblade, you ain't playing for achievements. Yeah, that's true. You're playing for a lot of heartbreak and I don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) At least that Uh, was my experience with the first Xenoblade game. Fair enough. Fair enough. So does getting all achievements at least like feel personally rewarding, even if they don't give you anything? Not this one. Oh. Not for me because of how easy it was. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel like you really overcame a challenge, you just kind of were yeah. working on a checklist. Pretty much. Like, it's not like, it was only 46, you got, they kept just handing them out like candy. It didn't really feel, like, rewarding. Mm-hmm. See, if I went and go back to, like, 100% near replicant, maybe. Okay. I'd feel rewarded for getting all the achievements. Yeah. And even for, like, Persona 5 Royal, I felt like, I was like, man, I actually did this. I'm kind of proud of myself for doing this. Yeah. Okay. But with Stranger of Paradise, I was like, meh. <laughs> Continue huh. on. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, so, uh, does it feel like the devs cared about achievements for this one? I think I know the no. answer to this. Oof. Absolutely not. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it was kind of one of those ones where they just slapped it in for the, like, the reason of slapping them in for achievements for those people. Yeah. But it just became like, you could tell they didn't really care. Okay. So, yeah. Do you feel the game should have had achievements to begin with? Like, would you have preferred to just eliminate all achievements from this game? I would or have just Or are you eliminated. okay with them being there? I'm okay with them being there, but at that point, I just, they shouldn't have been there. All right. Like... It was just kind of like, you would unlock a trophy, okay, cool, but, like, at the end of the day, I don't think people would even half the time notice that there was an achievement for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or even, like, getting, like, 100%, like, okay, maybe with, like, the DLC, maybe. Yeah. Because I believe there is, like, an achievement for defeating Bahamut. Oh, okay. And... It's essentially not an easy task. Yeah. Okay. See, fair enough. All right. Um, do the achievements feel unique in the genre? Like, would would if I were to play a different Final Fantasy game that had achievements, which I think only fifteen and seven, maybe I don't know if thirteen does. I don't think thirteen does. Um, I guess that goes on the whole. Are you playing console or are you playing PC? Okay. Yeah. Um, because I think back in the Back when Final Fantasy XIII did come out originally, there wasn't achievements. Yeah. Because it wasn't that big back then. Mm-hmm. But with Steam, there is achievements. Okay. So... Okay, so... Out of the, out of the Final Fantasies you've played that, you know, hopefully had achievements, does it feel like it's unique or does it feel like it's very bog standard? Very just standard kind okay. of thing. Um... This one is just, I guess maybe in a unique in the sense of just like, it's just base, kind of basic, oh, you did this story mission, um, you, you did that, whereas like, looking at Final Fantasy VII's, like even, like, original game, when they re-released it, 
mm-hmm. they had a bunch of achievements for doing such little things that, like, yeah, like, you wouldn't be able to, like, normally do in that mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But this one is just like, cool, you did a story mission. Have a cookie. Like, I want a cookie. I want a cookie. But, like, I now I want I, a cookie. Why would you do this? Now everyone at home wants a cookie and they can't necessarily have a cookie. But it's giving you an oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh, now you got. Yeah. Now you went and ruined it. Man, there goes my whole day. To. That's what the achievements feel like. Just oh. being constantly given grandma's oatmeal raisin cookies. Well, in in the spirit of when this episode will be releasing, which is Christmas Eve, um, it's it's kind of like getting a bad fruitcake, I guess. I don't even know what fruitcake tastes like. It's all bad. There, there's not oh. a good tasting fruitcake. Okay. Okay. Good On to that know, note, <laughs> uh, to everyone, hope you have a merry Christmas and a wonderful year. To anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a happy holidays. And if you don't celebrate any holidays, I hope you have a good day. You know what? It's a. It can be a rough time for people. So I hope you can take some solace in knowing that Stranger of Paradise is, like, the most basic, bland game that's just an insult to Final Fantasy in terms of achievements. It's a very meh game. <laughs> Which is almost the worst thing. Like, it, it, it's one thing to be so good that, like, yeah, this, is, this is amazing. It's one thing to be so bad to just hate it. It's the biggest insult to say, this doesn't go enough in either direction to make me feel anything for it. Like it's it is, it is like, a loveless marriage after twenty years and two kids. Yeah, kind of. It's pretty much like, oh, how's that game? Like, oh, how how was that movie? Eh, it was okay. Yeah, you don't like, remember anything about it. Yeah, you don't remember it, but it's it was okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you have to use any guides for this one, or was did you just like read the achievements and you just go? Just read the the only one I did have to look at a guide for, and it was just because because of the wording of Master Four Star. Okay. Because it was, it gave you a diff- different screen when you do get post-game. Mm. But it was kind of more like, okay, what does this actually mean? Because you don't get stars on the classes. Yeah. So it was like, okay, what does that actually mean? And it's like, oh, just get it to level 99. Oh. Why so it's just, just more say for... get this class to level 99? I have no idea. Huh. Yeah, that was the only one I ever had to look at a guide for because I'm just like, I don't understand the wording. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Really I don't understand what you want from me. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, has this changed the way? Like getting all achievements. Has it changed the way you looked at the game? Do you regret going for the achievements? No. Honestly, no. Uh, I'm kind of glad I did it, but also at the end of the day, it did not really change anything in my opinion of the game hmm. or anything. It's just more like, oh, I got it. That's cool. That's nice. Wow, I I'll think continue this has been on. Like the most just nonplussed episode we've had so far. Because, <laughs> like, most of it has been either, like, I regret doing this because, like, one achievement sucked, or it's been like, oh, I love this game because of, of how it opened my eyes to whatever. This is just, eh, it didn't, like, it genuinely changed nothing. That's so sad. It did not feel special. Okay. It just kind of felt like I did it give myself a pat on the back and i'm just gonna go take a walk and stare at the sun (laughs) (laughs) and then question my choices of even doing it because it just felt so pointless yeah like that maybe when i get to the dlc and when the gilgamesh dlc comes out maybe i'll change my mind about it yeah but for base it was eh it was just eh all right 
So, one final question for you before we leave. Would you recommend other people go for all trophies, all achievements, or would you say just stay away from it? Why or why not? I'd say do it if you want to, but if you don't really care about getting the achievements and you're already having a hard time kind of struggling through the game, don't worry about it. Okay. Just try and get through the cringe of the game and just continue. Do you think there's, like, is there a type of player that would enjoy this, or is there a type of player, like, a type of person that would just really hate this? Um, maybe if you're, like, you're a super diehard Final Fantasy fan, you may not like this game so much. Okay. But if you're more open to, like, of them trying to do different things, mm-hmm. it's really fun if you think about it that way. But in the sense of also, if this game wasn't called, like, Final Fantasy Origins, yeah, and had a, they didn't slap that name on it, kind of like Resident Evil 6, it'd be a much different experience. Okay. Like, it so, just feels like they slapped the name for, like, selling purposes. Yeah. But it's not really a Final Fantasy game. So what you're saying is, if you only got into the franchise based on the on the 7 remake or Final Fantasy fourteen, you'll like it. Otherwise, you're going to hate it. Um, even if you're just, like, Final Fantasy seven or fourteen, you may not like it that much. Oh. Because especially with fourteen, it plays much differently from what I played of it. This one is just, like, fast-paced, like, trying to kill it. Like, seven, oh. you may have some fun, but, like, a lot of time, like, if you're going, if you're coming from those games and playing those, you want to play other Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Go try other Final Fantasy games. Huh. Like, go maybe play some traditional one, other traditional ones, like maybe 15 or even 10. Yeah. And then try this one out for the sake of, this one is much different. Don't go in expecting, like, a Final Fantasy. Okay. Because even with 7, you had kind of the command bar to still do something. This one is just kind of like, here's the buttons. You have kind of a command list to tell you which button does what, but that's it. Huh. Sounds really vague and really hard to control. Pretty much. It does not tell you how to do certain stuff. Alright, well, on that depressing note, uh, thank you everyone so much for watching and or listening. Please remember that this is on both YouTube at the Tease Table YouTube channel, as well as majority of the uh, major podcast platforms if you want to take it on the go. Please feel free to, to follow, comment, do whatever you want to do. Uh, tweet at me, like I said, uh, ttable22 on Twitter. I'm always open to suggestions, ideas. I want your answer to some of these questions. Let me know what games you've played. You know, have you played Strangers of Paradise? Did you get all achievements? Did you feel as empty and hollow and just neutral inside as Britland did? Let me know in the comments down below. Britland, thank you so much for joining me. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for having me, Taylor. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Goodbye.